You're waking up with Pat and Tom. New Country 105.1. Man, Butte County yesterday, I just, I heard that there was a tornado warning. Thank God that was lifted. And I was thinking that is all they need. Really? Can you just, I know. relentless for those poor people. Yeah. Crazy heavy rain in certain parts of the valley yesterday. And this morning, uh, again, give yourself a little extra time to get to work because it's going to be very, very foggy in places. That was fun. Yeah. Driving in and out of the fog, it's like you, you hit a patch where you can't see anything, and uh-huh. then you're clear for a while, and you're back in. It's Ooh, like, it's okay, stunning. I get it. This is like a little maze going to work. Yeah. Yeah. Keeps it interesting, keeps you alert. Yesterday, yeah. I was cleaning up a bunch of stuff in the backyard because of all the storms and, you know, branches and leaves and all that sweeping, and I found a dollar bill. I have no idea whose it is. Are you kidding? No, I'm not kidding. <laughs> it's lucky. It blew in from... Don't ever spend that. Honestly, that's a lucky dollar bill. You think? Yes. Absolutely. I'd be spending it. How weird is that? I'm going down to the market. I'm getting yeah. chocolate milk or something today. Okay. Speaking of found, finding things, I took the dogs down to Folsom Lake yesterday to let them run around. And, and the lake is really low, and you can go wandering around for a long way before you get to the water. And I found a perfectly good fishing reel that must have fallen out of somebody's boat. Really? It's, it's like a $100 reel. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. My God, you win. So yeah, I, a d- dollar fishing okay, so, reel? What? Okay, so to take your lead, I would say to you, don't ever fish with that. <laughs> yeah. Another reason to hate this government shutdown, which, first of all, the people that it affects and their families and not being able to have a paycheck is just absolutely horrible. Hate that. Yeah. Wineries and beer rely on labels. And if you're trying to launch a new product or across state lines or even a new location, you need a new label. And the bureau that does that, the Alcohol, Tobacco, Tax, and Trade Bureau is closed, so no new labels are getting approved. It's usually a two-week process, and without new labels, new wine is coming out. You can't sell it. Oh, wow. Same with beer. No! You see, I knew I'd get oh, you. Now code is fired up, yeah. <laughs> you know what I heard? It, 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 it also affects, like, the... Uh, the FAA, yeah. they don't have inspectors to to do proper checks on airplanes right now, commercial oh. air, airliners and stuff. Well, what is it, the CDD? It's also for... The Center Dis- for Disease Control. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. What you it, say, it, though? It affects the what? The the, the, the airlines? The, the FAA. Yeah, I said FAA. I think I said yes, FAA. I think that's what he said. Okay, yeah. I thought I, I heard FFA, and I went, what? Uh, <laughs> no, but they are having FFA. To- <laughs> <laughs> FFA is stepping in now to do it. Kids are out there in their corduroy jackets. I would love that. They probably do a great job. Your big question one more time. An Australian man was shocked to find out that he had dozens of these inside his cell phone. Dozens of what? Daryl in Rancho Cordova. Go ahead. What do you think? Let's go with cockroaches. Let's go with winner. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Dozens of cockroaches inside his cell phone. What? God. How big was his cell phone? Well, there's the inside of it right there. I should post that picture. Oh, that's just dumb. It's like a nest of them. No, do not post that. That's so gross. There are so many cockroaches, it's taking up the majority of, like, if you were to take your battery out, it's taking up the majority of that space. I mean, it is cramped. (laughs) That looks like my gym after the first of the year. (laughs) Tom, those people are trying. Yes, they are, and so are those cockroaches. (laughs) (laughs) From Lance Armstrong to the dude who had a tiny motor installed inside his bike frame, cycling has a a long history of cheating, but if it's true... I don't know if he had a motor, he was just using a jump bike. Do you, do you remember? No, seriously, there was a guy a couple years ago. Those jump bikes look awesome, by the way. They're actually really fun. If it's true, this might beat them all. Carl Rove, I'm sorry, Carl Grove, 
just set a track cycling world record over the weekend. Finished six laps in just over three minutes when he received word. His test for banned substances came back positive. And so he's been stripped of his title. What makes this especially weird is that Carl Grove is 90 years old. I mean, that's why he can cycle at 90 years old. Let's be honest. (laughs) He was competing in the Masters World Cycling Championships. Now, he said it must have been from a piece of contaminated meat he ate the night before. Oh, okay. It's it's covered in body. (laughs) Says they will investigate that claim further because Grove has never tested positive for any banned substance before. But the thing is, he, he tested positive for a couple of different banned substances. So he's 90. He's on so many meds. He's going to test positive for everything, right? My first thought when you launched into that was, of course he has these records. He's 90. Who's who's he up against? But good for him. I mean, to be 90 and out there and doing that, good for him. Wait, so you're saying if I hang in there long enough, I too could become a world-class athlete? That's just it, Tom. The key to life is outlasting everybody else. Have mercy. Mercy is what's called for, but not always delivered. <laughs> You'd be the judge. Is this guy the worst or the best? I saw this on Twitter yesterday. I had to forward it. It's, uh, it's from a guy who calls himself <laughs> at run old man. Uh, and it simply says, guy behind me at Starbucks got excited because there was one apple fritter left. So I bought it. Did That's he, just... Well, did he buy it and give it to him? No. Yeah. Nope. Just bought it so quick. Oh, man. <laughs> So the guy wouldn't get it. That's awful. Who would do that? You're a terrible person. And here he is with his dog. You know that bacon that's like maple flavor? The maple kind, yeah. I took that out. I thought, yeah. I know who would like that. Me. So I ate it. Oh. Anytime that pops off of my TL, I have to watch it. Yep. I can't not watch it. It's classic. It's the best. It's so good. Country 105.1. Tom Hot Nashville Minute. Cody. Yesterday, Dan and Shay surprised us and their record label. They choked, tweeting, We noticed a lot of you wanting an acoustic version of Speechless for weddings, so we recorded one. And we recorded tequila. Since Speechless is number one in country radio and tomorrow's one-year anniversary of tequila, we thought midnight might be a good time to drop both. So they released them last night, and go figure, they're really good. So you have something to do this afternoon. They're available now on all music platforms. And if you want to see Dan and Shay this summer, keep September 26th open. They are going to be at the amphitheater with... With Florida Georgia Line. Brian and Taylor released their 2019 Can't Say I Ain't Country tour schedule. They're going to be in Wheatland on that date again, September 26th. It is a Thursday night. Kanan Smith and Cody Morgan Wallen are also part of the bill. No word yet as to when tickets might go on sale. Beer never broke my heart. Going nowhere. Dear today. Refrigerator. Moon Over Mexico, Reasons and Every Little Bit Helps are all unreleased, unrecorded songs by Luke Combs that he does in concert. So yesterday when he tweeted out in the studio, somebody named Austin replied with, please record those seven songs. And he came right back with, already did. Nice. And a shout out to the Sacramento Bee. Thank you very much for doing your quick story on our 20th annual Country in the Park, starring John Party. I think Ooh. it was a nice little touch. I love it. Even at the end, they say a dollar of every ticket sale goes towards Salvation Army's Campfire Relief Fund, which it does. And you can still get your tickets. 28 bucks, KNCIFM.com. What's your do-over? Do you have a do-over in your life? There was a guy in Florida. The reason we're asking, he, uh, <laughs> you just, you look at the guy's picture and you go, okay, meth. He goes to court. <laughs> he goes to court, and they, they call him up there. They say that he's on charges of dealing meth. They say, how do you plead? He says, guilty. 
So about 10 minutes later, they're going over, you know, what they're setting bond at. And there's no bond. And he says, why not? Well, you pleaded guilty. And I swear to God, he goes, I want a do-over on that. <laughs> you don't get a do-over once you've entered your plea. <laughs> what? So what? What would be your, what would be your do-over? do-over, right. Tom? My do-over would be, I told you guys this yesterday, uh, our honeymoon. Vicki and I, we were very young. We didn't have a lot of money. And she had an uncle that worked for, remember, America West Airlines? And so we got a round-trip flight to Reno. Oh, our, no. Our honeymoon was 10 days in Reno. 10 days? Oh, my God. Ten, that's like a year. 10 days in Reno at the Circus Circus. Well, I don't even think I can last more than one night in Reno. Like, two days, plenty. One of the days, I remember, it involved spilling uh, vodka and grape soda all over a blackjack table, too, which didn't go oh, well. No. Vodka was, and grape soda is class act in Reno. <laughs> <laughs> Talking high end. <laughs> I think we are going to do that. We, we are going to do that over though. This summer we, we're kind of putting things together. We're, we're going to go to uh, we're going to go to Europe. We're going to go to Ireland. Oh, nice. Yeah. So yeah, you definitely owe it to yourself. Twenty eight years later. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you're getting around to it. I think yeah. it's great. What about you, Pat? Uh, I wish I had done a better job of standing up to a bully in third grade. It's a, it's a, this day, I remember all the details. I bet you remember the kid's name. Yeah, Kurt Eberhardt. He was go. a jerk, and he was a big kid, and he always was making fun of Billy Siebert. And Billy, looking back on it, probably had Asperger's. Asperger's is certainly autism. And he would make fun of him all the time. And one day, I told him to knock it off, to cut it out. Next thing I know, after school, that kid, Kurt Eberhardt, and his older brother, Russell, who wore a big leather jacket and looked like he was a college kid to me, came into our backyard and told my brother and I, if we made fun of his uh, little brother again or, made, or did stood up to him, not stood up to him, but if we didn't leave him alone, right. that he was going to take care of it. I was scared to death. What? Sure. I would have been, too. Absolutely. And, and looking I back, think looking back on it, Russell was probably only in sixth or seventh grade, but he wore the leather jacket. So he was basically your Scott Farkas. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and looking back on it, if I had it to do it over, once I, Russell would have left, I'd have popped his little brother in the mouth. <laughs> Cody, what about you? Clearly, both foreign boyfriends from last year. We really didn't even need to ask. Did exactly. We? <laughs> we already knew, everyone knew this. If you had a do-over, just one, what would it be? A lot of people weighing in saying student loans. They never would have got themselves embroiled in that mess. That's yeah. a, a very common one. Speaking of education, Melissa says, school, I would love to have put a ton more effort into learning. And then there's Wendy. Wendy, I... Thank you for calling in. This is a very brave thing that you're doing because this has bothered you since you were 10. You were 10 years old, Wendy, and what happened? I was on the playground playing tag with my brother and sister, and there was a black kid on the playground. I was, the kid asked if he could play with us. And I remember literally just stopping in my tracks, and I just looked at him, and I just, no, no, you can't play with me. And he said, well, why not? And I'm like, well, because you're different. And I just still, to this day, I mean, I'm, I just still remember the look on his face. He just, I just, I don't know. I don't, maybe he never remembered it, but I just couldn't. Look, Wendy, I'm far from any sort of counselor, but I do know this much, and I've told my boys this growing up, especially when you're kids and you're early in your life, you are going to make mistakes. And the key in life is how you deal with it, how you fix them. And I'm sure it's probably to the point where you could never go back and find this guy, wherever he is, to, to, to yeah. apologize. But in the way that you treat other people now and the way that you take those lessons and hand them off to your own children on how to treat people. And I'm not proud of everything I've done. 
But, you know, can you fix it? And, and the things that you can't fix, learn from and, and move on and be a better person. At some point, you need to forgive yourself. When you're 10 years old, you're naive, you're ignorant, yeah. you're impulsive. Just the fact that, that you've held on to this and you're talking about it this morning and, and you can just hear the regret in your voice. I mean, it's obvious you're a good person. Use this as a way to spread positivity. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Very brave of her to call that in. Yeah. It could be the least surprising survey of all time. <laughs> Cody, what do you have? It feels like your great aunt Susan shares more fake news on Facebook than any of your other friends. It's because she was, according to a new study. The over 65 group shared almost seven times as many fake news articles on Facebook than users 30 to 44 and more than two times as much as users ages 45 to 65. So in other words... Blame the baby boomers for the fake news. Every, I mean, everybody's got. I, I, have, I don't know if we blame them for it, but I certainly the blame spread spreading of it. Yeah. the fake news. And the fact is, most of them believe it, and you just want to. What in the? I have a brother-in-law that we had to block. We had to block him on email. He's so old school. He never even got to forwarding stuff on Facebook. He was still sending us emails. Oh, the chain emails of all these just like ridiculously fake. Don't you? Don't you have somebody patent here? Was it your? Is it your mom or your dad or was like an aunt or something? Something that, that was, because you would come in every now and then and you'd talk, God, you'll never believe what so-and-so shared. Who was that? It was my aunt. She would always send out these these stories that were ridiculously not true, and she would buy into them, and, and it was always, I was always included. It was, again, it was email. I was always included on the email. I used to ignore them, and then I kind of got into it with her a little bit, and then I would always close with, I love you, and... And I feel bad because now she passed away, or has she's been gone a couple of years. Well, so at least you don't have to block her. Stop. Wow. You're making Wendy look really good right now. You know that? New Country 105.1. Here's what's trending. Cody. I'm mad this isn't in the U.S. or anywhere near us. Taco Bell is constructing a nacho cheese dispensing billboard in Toronto. Awesome. It's their cheesiest advertisement of all time. Hey, get it? Dad joke, that's not from Tom. Anyway, oh, my gosh. You, can, you start sitting next to each other, and look what happens. It rubs off. While it's not clear whether the liquid cheese will flow like a waterfall, uh, waterfall or be dispensed prepackaged, they're encouraging France, France, fans, here we go, to bring any snack they'd like. The billboard is making its debut Saturday, January 19th. I, I imagine the billboard is in a safe spot. It's not I would like think so. It's right outside of the highway. Taco Bell there, okay. one of their main ones. Weird story out of Vacaville making national news. This dude came home with a winning scratcher ticket, told his roommate, hey, I just won $10,000. Anybody do that, right? You know, you're stoked. Long story short, that night the roommate stole the winning lottery ticket and tried to pass it off as, as his own. His attempt to cash in the winning ticket didn't get very far, though. The stolen ticket was reported. Lottery officials, law enforcement got involved. But here's the twist. The ticket was not a $10,000 winner. It was a $10 million winner. What? The ticket winner originally misread the ticket, had the amount wrong, didn't find out until after his thieving roommate had been arrested. Lottery officials say they still have to complete a thorough investigation, but they do think the guy is on the up and up and is in, entitled to and will get his full $10 million payout. Man, if the roommate had played that differently, if he'd have looked at it and gone, hey, I just found out for you, that's worth $10 million. Awesome. I yeah. love you, buddy. Maybe he'd have gotten a little something out of yeah. it. Exactly. And now? Jail <laughs> time. Yeah. I'm a big Giants fan. I, I don't think that's any secret. The San Francisco Giants will no longer play at AT&T Park. And this makes me sad. Although oh, be at the same stadium, the same awesome stadium, but the name is changing. Today, the Giants 
have changed it because of a new partnership with a Redwood City tech company. It will be known moving forward as Oracle Park, like Oracle Arena. Okay. Yeah, that one just doesn't, you know... It's had four names since the stadium opened in 2000. For the first three years, it was Pac Bell Park. Then for the next two, it was SBC Park. And uh, then AT&T Park, and now will be Oracle Park. But it reminds me of Arco Arena, before they built the Golden One Center, which will always be the Golden One Center, even if they change names down the road. When there was Arco Arena, they changed names to Power Balance and then Sleep Train. But most people you talk to around here who were here for any length of time, yeah. it was always Arco. The default is, is Arco and always will be. Yeah. Oracle You're going to be okay? No. <laughs> we need a, like, a little memorial. You just have to get used to it. That's yeah. all. You're messing with me, man. Pat and Tom. New Country 105.1.